Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. In an effort to create a more sustainable menu, Starbucks has announced it will expand the availability of oat milk. It's just one of the many options they'll always be out of. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of things I want to tidy up real quick before we get to uh, institutions we uh, are, believe in less than we did a few months ago. Um, pretty much nobody wants to name their baby Karen, their baby Karen anymore. Oh boy! God, no kidding. There will not be. Uh-huh. Karen wasn't that popular a name, I don't think, anyway. I don't remember. Oh, it was enormously popular. Well, back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you meant, like, for babies yeah. now. What, oh, I thought, do right, you run, right. Do you run into couples who, this is our new daughter, Karen? I don't know. Yes, in 1973. Those are one of those names that if somebody said, it's like if somebody said, this is our new little baby boy. His name is Doug. No. Right. It would just, that would seem crazy, even right. though everybody was named Doug when I was a kid. It's funny how names come and go. It is indeed. But, uh, yeah, nobody's going to name their their kid Karen for quite a while, would be my guess. 
There's been a 75% decrease in folks giving their kids the name Karen. Well, I don't think anybody... So the two people that might have, because it was grandma's name, aren't, right. aren't going to now. So the uh, But the, the fact that Karen has become the insult hurled at mouthy uh, white women, I mean, the, the Lisas and the uh, Jennifers and the Judys of the world have to be relieved <laughs> that Karen took it on the chin. I mean, can you imagine your name Karen? What did I do? <laughs> How about the Debras? Every class I ever had, exactly. had two or three Debras. Right. They like, dodged the bullet. I, I know someone whose name is Madison who was in college, and at their sorority there are six Madisons. That's plenty. And uh, they all they all they all eat like dinner together at the same table, and they have to call each other like by different initials and stuff right. like that, so they know who they're talking to. Right. But that's it's just interesting the way names catch on. Um. No rhyme or reason to it, and it's not important. It's just so they can say, hey, you, and you turn to be, you know, so you don't get hit in the head with a football. That's really the only reason you need to have a name. Joe! You know, watch out for it. Yeah! Get somebody's attention. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, I don't know if you watched any of the Michael Bolton interview that was on Fox yesterday, because it was the first time he'd gone into any, like, real opposition territory to do an interview about his book that nobody cares about, so why am I even mentioning it? It's it, like all of these books. It's like a two-day story. Right. Um, everybody gets all excited about it. Then it goes away. It'll have no effect on anybody. But anyway, it, more clear than ever that he's just like so many of these people, just an opportunist freaking weasel. Sure. He, 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 he's very excited about saying strong things that, like all of these weasels, they always walk them back when pressed. So they didn't even mean them in the book to start with. When the, when the, and then they, they, they saved this information until they were going to make a lot of money. It's just, it's so, it's right. so freaking weak. Right. And I uh, listened to a, a commentator, somebody on a panel talking about how these book deals work. And it's absolutely the way we described it to you the other day. You know, you, you crank out a rough draft and they say, wow, this is just, I need more controversy here. I need more spice. I need you to say this more strongly. And the editor works with you because the editors churned out a dozen of these tell all political books in the last three years. That's what they do. And they beef it up. And they, they make it extra sexy to try to move it off the shelves for a few days. I actually bailed on the last segment of that interview for the same reason. I thought, this is the sort of DC bitching at each other that nobody cares about in the real world. That, and, and listen, if there's one thing I'm proud about about this show, and there's very little, but if there's one thing, <laughs> oh, I, I like to think that we, <laughs> at least to some extent, give regular people a voice. As opposed to, and the, and the big radio companies, just, you know, I don't know. I probably shouldn't even say this, but um, you got to be a Beltway pundit to be taken seriously. You have to be part of those cocktail parties and that incredibly expensive private school. And you've got to be wearing the right tie and the rest of it for media companies to, to give a damn about you or your voice. Meanwhile, you know, honestly, the Armstrong and Gettys of the world and the Adam Corollas and the Joe Rogans... Um, and Ben Shapiro, who's who's incredibly bright, obviously. Well, and Rush Limbaugh has never right. been part of that crowd. Right. Although he kind of is more than he used to be. Um, but uh, meanwhile, those shows are exploding. But no, you got to be a Beltway pundit in the big media. Um, Screw y'all. I don't care. <laughs> so uh, I need a new law passed. This is a violating freedom of speech, but it needs to be a law. If you're going to do a story about a generation, you need to put in the story what the ages are. Because I'm not going to be in a situation where I'm expected to memorize all these. No. If you're going to give me a story about millennials or Generation X or whatever, you got to tell me, what, what the frig age are we talking give about? Give me here? a little parenthesis here. <laughs> help, help a brother out. 
So I'm talking about Generation Z here, and uh, I guess that's the one after X. I don't know. Uh, between Presumably after Y. Born between 95 and 2015, so about 5 to 25 years old. So you're, you're high school and college mostly. Okay, these are that's young people. That's my daughter, and, and my son is on the cusp of it. Okay, fair and, enough. And uh, this is important because, um, you know, a lot of the attitudes that you form-ish around there are going to stick for quite a while. And uh, Generation Z losing trust in some of the institutions out there. They didn't have much to start with, but look at where it is now. Mm. And this is going to be, you know, the people heading out into to running the world here very, very soon. Breakdown based on how many of them they that said they trust various things a lot. This is the number of people say they trust a lot. Mm-hmm. Which I'm guessing Generation Z doesn't trust much a lot, because we're getting more and more cynical, and probably for good reason. Police has gone in three months. April, May, and June are all these numbers. In three months, it's gone from 27% trust a lot, 22% trust a lot, down to 13% trust a lot by June. Wow. So 13% of Generation Z trusts the police a lot. God, I'd love to see the numbers if you went back to, like, 1950s for that, that crowd. Healthcare system has gone 30, 27, 17. State government, 20, 23, 2014. This is in the down space in the of several teens. months? Yeah. That's, well, well that speaks gonna, to youth in part, but. I don't know. I've, I'm way more pessimistic about America than I was three months ago. Way more. There's been a marked change in my view of the likelihood of society being good for my kids in just 90 days. Yeah, I'll grant you that. For everything from uh, government willing to shut down businesses and people going along with it, spending trillions of dollars with no way to, to figure out how it's going to work out, just just in a way that no society ever has. Then watching police stand by or cities allow police to stand by and let businesses just get destroyed. And then, of course, the, uh, the you statues know, of Thomas Jefferson being pulled down. And then there's just our cultural attitudes. Yeah. yeah no, my, my numbers have gone down, down, down in just three months. It's amazing. If you haven't heard this, the designated hitter in the National League. I don't think that's a comparison. I'm going to tear down the statue of Babe Ruth outside of Cooperstown. I'm so angry. He's to blame. Not really. <laughs> well, that's the point. They're idiots. They just pull down statues. They didn't have the DH back then, right? He could have DH till he was like 50. Oh, yeah. He was a pitcher who could hit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he won. Didn't he win the Cy Young, which uh, or whatever? He was the best pitcher in the game. Yeah, he was a Hall of Fame pitcher. Yes, oh, that's amazing. Babe Ruth, fat guy too. Drank, smoked cigars. Take that, fit people. <laughs> uh, attitudes about the military have gone twenty nine, twenty five, twenty one. My my view of the military has not changed at all. Uh, but uh, and that one, you know, it's well, it's significantly higher than the other things I've just mentioned. Federal government, seventeen, thirteen, ten. <laughs> uh, wow, seventeen. Trust, pathetic. trust a lot. The federal government, ten percent for the uh, the coming generation. Well, and well, I'd like to well talk deserved. to you ten percent, yeah, and ask, what do you mean exactly? How about what this aspect of it? You trust it exists? How about this one? They just came out of it. The public education system is now at fourteen percent trust a lot. You just came out of it and think, yeah, oh yeah, no. yeah. You know what? I heard somebody uh, yesterday, I guess it was, talking about Barack Obama and doing the fundraiser for Joe Biden and Hero to Black America and 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 the rest of it, and they pointed out that uh, Barack. I think for political reasons, was staunchly against school choice in the worst black neighborhoods in America. 
you parents cannot send your kids to the good schools elsewhere in your city or your district. We're not going to let you. You have to sit there and get a crap education in your crap schools. Say you're great leaders. You know why? Because the teachers' unions prop up the candidates. That's why. They care way more about that than your kids. School choice now. Other things the young do not trust a lot. And going down, 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 month by month. Um, Big business. 10%, 7%, 7%. Um, Silicon Valley, I thought that was interesting. 7%, 6%, 5%. 5% trust a lot, Silicon Valley. Wow. Among the young. Yeah, I'm not... uh, I really would like to... I hate focus groups. They're stupid. And usually misleading. How many of you think focus groups are stupid? One hand goes up, then three more hands go up, then all the hands go up. Because that's the way humans behave in groups. How many of you think raising hands is stupid? Um, um, I do. Oh, Joe, uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> right. Me too. Yeah. Well, the and hot it, girl said yes, so I'm going to say yes. So I'm gonna, after this is over, I'm going to say, you want to go get coffee? Hey, we were we were really together on that raising hands thing was stupid, huh? You want a latte? <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fantastic. Ding. Oh, it's the that. ring of truth. I have done that in college. <laughs> if you don't, you're a fool. <laughs> I would like to talk to some of these youngsters and ask them, what do you mean by trust? I mean, because uh, do I trust the media? It's a very different question than do I trust big business or do I trust Silicon Valley? Well, speaking I mean, of the do media. I, trust, I trust big business to pursue their own self-interest. That's what they ought to do. I trust government to pursue their own self-interests, which is the opposite of what they should which do. Which is destroying all that is good. Right. Um, uh, well, we're at the bottom of the barrel on these, which I think is pretty interesting. We'll get to those next. And uh, Wait a minute. We're not at the bottom yet? No, no, no. No, 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 no we're not. <laughs> and one of them will make you happy. Um, uh, but, yeah, these, these, you know, these are the up-and-coming people running the country, and they don't believe in much. And, yeah, I can't blame them. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So before I get to uh, more of the institutions that young people no longer believe in, we're going to have a very cynical uh, crowd running this country. Maybe it's because of things like only white people are mandated to wear masks in an Oregon county. What? I kid ye not. No, that can't be true. It is true. Lincoln County, Oregon, has exempted non-white people from new orders requiring face masks to prevent racial profiling. And if you, and actually, there are a couple of counties. Wait a second, now. to prevent racial profiling. Right. What right. does that mean? For many black people, deciding whether or not to wear a bandana in public to protect themselves and others from contracting coronavirus is a lose-lose situation that can result in life-threatening consequences either way. Um, that uh, essentially. Uh, black people are afraid to wear masks because somebody is uh, somebody will think they're a robber because they're black. Well, that seems like racist on its face. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's it's patently racist. <laughs> anyway, um, 
I didn't know this Steve Bing guy that jumped out of a building downtown L.A. the other day over the weekend. I, I didn't know his act. He's made a couple of movies, and he uh, he had a baby with Elizabeth Hurley back in the day. Yeah, he was. Uh, I remember him described as her uh, businessman boyfriend. Yeah, well, his story is certainly interesting. He inherits $600 million from his grandparents. Oh, wow. 600 mil. That, I'm sure, played a role in how attractive he was to Elizabeth Hurley and other hotties that he dated throughout the years. The Bing family made their uh, money by inventing the sound an elevator makes as it goes up (laughs) each floor. (laughs) They They get a dollar every time. They they patented that. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. It's fascinating. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, parents of Chandler Bing as well. Um, so he's got six. And obviously, the founders of the website. He's got six hundred million dollars, bit of a smooth talker, and uh, and so uh, very attractive women uh, dig him. And he has babies with numbers of them. And he invests in a bunch of movies that weren't very good. And oh. dropped out of college and managed to go through. Did you just call Kangaroo Jack not very good? <laughs> and he managed to go through all six hundred million dollars. Wow. In spite of the profits from the Bada Bang, the strip club in the uh, the Sopranos, and then at age, she also co-owned age with uh, Holly Walnuts and what was uh, <laughs> what was Miami Steve Van Zandt's character in the uh, Sopranos? Well, how can Sil. I Sil Silvio? That's right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that guy. Uh, Sorry to hear he's passed. Jumped out a window over the weekend at age fifty-five, having wow. run through all his money and all, wow. all kinds of. Problems. Wow. Um, you know, that's so interesting as a contrast. You know, I'm similar age, and my life was exactly the opposite of that. And I'm happy as can be, having started with essentially nothing. So, uh, oh, I think the worst thing you could do Except to anybody. parents, which is everything. I think the worst thing you could do to almost anybody, especially when they're like 20 years old and give them $600 million. I think the likelihood that they live and die of natural causes is practically none. <laughs> uh, my haters take note if you would like to do something horrible to me well I'd certainly have a better chance old. now the time but, has passed but g- give me that money when I'm 20 um, so this, we're looking at Generation Z which is the younger crowd but they're adults and they're headed out into the world you know, to take jobs and, uh, and uh, vote and everything else and they've lost trust in a lot of institutions just in the last three months it's gone down so these are you trust these institutions a lot has gone for the media from 11%, which was pretty low three months ago, mm-hmm. to 8%, and now it's hanging around that same area. But it's about 8%. They don't trust the media much. Of course not. Apparently, that's the bottom, 8%. Why would you? Well, it's worse for Wall Street, 7%, 4%, 5%. Of course, if you went to college, you're being filled full of nonsense uh, by uh, communist professors explaining to you why Wall Street is evil. Right, exactly. But yeah. this gladdened my heart hollywood have trust for hollywood five percent four percent four percent there is hope yeah the fact that the young crowd out there that's that's hilarious so some of your older actors going to these award shows and standing up and lecturing the world the young crowd out there that you think you're a hero to right they don't believe you at all that's beautiful. That is freaking hilarious. Yeah. Now, it could be that they don't think Hollywood is woke enough, which horrifies me. But I just, any contempt for Hollywood, no matter where it comes from, does gladden my heart. And I, I thank you for... So why is everybody pretending like the Oscars is a big deal? Well, that's just a vestige of days gone by. 
The FBI says Bubba Wallace was not a target of a hate crime. We'll have to pay that off again if you haven't heard it, because that's quite a reversal. And I'm telling you, I'm disputing that very headline. No charges in NASCAR noose investigation. It wasn't a noose. Noose is a charged word. It was a rope with a knot in it. I'll concede that. It wasn't a noose. So that to come, more on Antifa, Karen. I think it reveals an awful lot about our time. I can't hear that enough. Nancy Pelosi says the Republicans are trying to get away with the murder of George Floyd. Just in case you thought political speech wasn't charged enough, you got that. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The watch will use motion to detect hand washing and then use audio to confirm it by listening for running water or the squishing of soap. Just when I thought Apple's best days were behind them, they come up with this because I am sick and tired of singing happy birthday every time I wash my hands, mainly because it makes me hungry for birthday cake. (laughs) So then I eat a birthday cake, but then I get icing on my hands, which means I gotta go wash my hands again, which makes me want more birthday cake, and now I have diabetes! (laughs) That is one of the funnier things I've heard Trevor Noah say in recent weeks. That was the dumbest thing Apple announced uh, the other day, is that their new watch will signal you when you haven't washed your hands in a certain amount of time or all kinds of dumb crap that nobody needs. Oh, boy. <laughs> They're totally redesigning the home screen. Steve Jobs would punch you in the throat if you brought him that idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Famously hot-tempered, the uh, Apple genius. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was reading a lengthy description of the changes coming to the iPhone uh, yesterday, and I got that sick feeling in my stomach that, oh, this is going to take a while to figure out. This is going to be an impediment for a long time before it's an aid. I'm in that right now because I just downloaded the latest 13-something two nights ago. Mm. And every time I go to do something, oh, right, I've got a new system now. Where is this? How do you get to that? How to... Oh, speaking of which, uh, you know the uh, like the, the those unsolvable math problems that you hear about now and again, or Goodwill Hunting was all about the janitor guy who solved this incredibly difficult problem. I got another one for the the chalkboards at Harvard. How to get my freaking blood pressure medicine prescription filled. (laughs) It is apparently an unsolvable riddle. As the insurance company decided, uh, we don't want you to get 30-day refills anymore. you got to get 90-day supplies. I've dealt with this just in the last two weeks myself. So my doctor was a fine fellow and very helpful. Uh, He he sends in my, uh, my refill. The insurance company says, we're not approving that. It's not 90 days. So I, uh, and I contact the doctor. The pharmacy contacts me. I said, okay, I guess I'll talk to the doctor. And so I talked to the doctor. I said, it's got to be 90 days. He says, no problem. Three days go by. I call the pharmacy. What's going on with my prescription? Well, your doctor hasn't approved it. None of this is lowering your blood pressure, by the way. No, it's not, ironically enough. Luckily, I'm a little more placid about these things than I used to be, although I'm down to my last pill. Um, And I said, yeah, yes, he said he'd approve it. Let me check with him again. So I check with him again. He says, yeah, I approved it. No problem. So I call the pharmacy. They say, well, we'll refax the request and blah, blah, blah. And then the insurance company says, no, we're not going to approve of that because it's not 90 days. It is 90 days. It is an unsolvable riddle, apparently. I, I, I don't know whether to go there and rob the place. of their. They're going to think I'm there for the opioids. 
This lunatic just stole blood pressure medication. Uh, Judy said, just go pay cash, whatever it costs. I did that. Uh, I That's did that. what they want you to do, Joe. I did that last Fine. week. Fine. <laughs> I was I was at the pharmacy to try to get the same prescription filled six times in two weeks. Great six times Scott. in two weeks. And uh, yeah, and then finally they gave me these all these giant bottles, and my wife said they just wanted to get you out of there. They just said, "What? Give him all we've got. Let's just get him out of here. He looks like he's crazy." <laughs> Here's a question for you: Is it even conceivable, much less common, that somebody would abuse the drug you're talking about? No. No, 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 not conceivable. It's mine, nothing. Mine either. Th- Nobody would take blood pressure medication for fun. She, I said to the woman, you know, of course, I'm finding I found a way to turn this into heroin, which is why I want so much. I was trying to make a joke. but yeah. She looked at me like I was crazy. As I realized fairly recently, I've crossed the age where you can joke with young people. Oh, there is a certain. Oh, I see. And I didn't know this until yeah. I got that age. There's a certain age where you can no longer joke with young people mm-hmm. because they 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 have a bias, a prejudice, whatever. They already think I'm addled because of my age. As yes. And then when I say something, they're not sure. Is it a joke? Or are you threatening or whatever? Right. They so, don't know how to take it. There's no, you know, when I was younger, Hilarious. I could I could always get a laugh with stuff like that. But oh, yeah. now they always look at me like, uh, is he serious? Is he crazy? Is he? Everybody's eyes to report this to my higher ups. Yeah. Are you being serious or what? Their yeah. eyes always get big whenever I try to make a joke. Well, that's and nobody part, ever laughs. That is part of it, <laughs> which is the worst part of any joke. That is part of it, my fiend. But the other part of it is, and I heard uh, who was uh, one of your big time comedians talking about how there now none of the big guys will do college campuses anymore. Nobody does college gigs. And college gigs used to be a staple of comedy because the youngsters have no sense of humor. They are angry and they are serious. That could be. Oh, I guarantee it is. Anyway, uh, speaking of angry and overly serious, just in case you thought, you stupid fools, that uh, political rhetoric had gotten as overheated as it's going to get and uh, the politicians setting us at each other's throats had gone as far as it could go, Nancy Pelosi, ladies and gentlemen, this is why she's the speaker. She is, is, She's shown you. Dig this. For something to happen, they're going to have to face the realities of police brutality, the realities of the need for justice in policing. And the recognition that there are many, many good people in, in um, law enforcement, but not all, and that we have to address those concerns. Uh, so when they admit that and, and have some suggestions that are worthy of consideration, but so far they were trying to get away with murder, actually, the murder of George Floyd. Oh my Republicans God. are trying to get away Ooh. with the murder of George Floyd because they see police reform slightly differently than the Democrats. Wow, that's that's a heck of a thing to say. I, I just there's part of me that's glad I'm alive to see this because it is so astounding. That's not, you know, I want to be fair here. That's not uh, uh, the, the Don Lemon on CNN. That's not. Somebody writing for Breitbart, Cassa, you know, chucking political palms. That's the freaking Speaker of the House. Who recognizes that to make a dent politically and get anybody's attention, you have to say, say stuff like that, Tim, I guess. Tim Scott, Senator from South Carolina. I incorrectly said Florida yesterday. May may God, the Founding Fathers, and, and DeSoto forgive me. Um, didn't he? Did he land in Florida, DeSoto? As long as I we're thought discussing. Ponce de Leon was Florida. That, that's the name I was looking for. Thank Another you. stupid thing I learned in public right. school. 
I almost named uh, our son Ponce. I wish I had. Why did we learn so much about explorers? I don't know. The big boat? DeSoto the boating the s- lobby? But I don't understand. The other day, I uh, mentioned Columbus statue coming down. My son said, who's Columbus? Yeah. And, you know, on one hand, I was kind of bothered by it. On the other hand, I've been railing against the stupidity of studying explorers for quite a while. I mean, the, the age of exploration, but memorizing the fact that I know DeSoto discovered the Mississippi River and it was Ponce de Leon discovered Florida looking for the Fountain of Youth. That is trivia. That is not anything I need to know to get through life. Well, and again, uh, what do you mean discovered? Well, Signed, right, yeah. the Indians and the Vikings and any number of other civilizations that oh, are coming. Oh, there's no gone. fountain here, said the Indians of Florida. Yeah. We've lived here for thousands of years. <laughs> I know, no, you're searching in vain, brother. You, you could look if you want. You want some maize? That's what they called corn. Right, <laughs> that's some yeah. good knowledge there, positive, Sean. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Where were we? Ah, yes, the ridiculously trying to put each other at our throats rhetoric of Nancy Pelosi, when you got Tim Scott of South Carolina uh, advocating and and pushing a bill that has step-by-step serious police reform. And and, uh, I heard one commentator who's a pretty steady-rolling guy say, there's about 60 or 70% overlap between the Democratic bill and the Republican bill. But the Democrats won't even let it get into the debate and amendment phase because they want it as an issue for the fall. It's just, politics could not be contemptible. Can we go back to work trying to find a better system of government than, than democracy? Please. <laughs> we got to hit you with the headline again in case you haven't heard it. No charges in the NASCAR noose investigation. The FBI says... It wasn't Bubba, a noose! Bubba Wallace was not the target of a hate crime. It had something tied into a knot, had been in that garage for since late last year. They assign garages randomly, et cetera, et cetera. It couldn't have been targeted at him. It was a, a length of rope, a short length of rope with a knot in it. That's it. Now, the outpouring of love for him the other day, if you've seen that video, is impressive and real. And I think, you know, I think it's a net positive, certainly for the NASCAR culture. I think for uh, random people who are already predisposed to think white supremacy is on the rise because they're being told that every single day by a, a, a lot of uh, politicians in the media, you're you're not, that, that that was not a net positive. That is not a net positive. You're just going to come away with the nooses story, right? Even though eight, all eight from since 2015 that have become ni- big national stories have turned out to be phony. Eight for eight. That's something. But somebody will try it again next month. No, it can happen for real, but it's not an indication of a sweeping white supremacy movement. No, it's an indication of a sweeping need to create more racism by activists who want to seize power. This is Some of them are just dopey college kids. I'll grant you that. Who are, as Ben Carson said, they see a shortage of racism. Uh, It's not meeting demand, so they create some. Um, a lot of it, though, is activists who who are using all this stuff as a pretext to seize power. And it's evil and it's nasty, and they have people on their heels, and they have people terrified to tell the truth. You know, getting back to the NASCAR driver support thing, um, I agree with you. I think all those drivers showing their solidarity with, uh, with Bubba. That's his name, right? Yeah, Bubba Wallace. Yeah, okay, Bubba Wallace, that's right. Uh, I, keep, uh, I get confused because there's a golfer named Bubba Watson who is uh, very white, indeed. Um, but uh, anyway, the, the show of Solidarity was beautiful. They were saying, we're with you 
and want to be supportive of you. And it was triggered by the noose thing. Sure, and I think it's also a message that, hey, uh, you know, I'm a popular white NASCAR racer. I yeah. got a lot of money involved in endorsements, stuff like that. I'm making it clear I'm 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 up with the black driver. Mm-hmm. So I don't care about, you know, if that rubs any uh, NASCAR fans the wrong way. Right. I think one of the reasons they're willing to do that is, well, one, they're not racists. Two, they know the vast majority of the fans aren't racists. Right. So they're not worried about well, it. And that's more or less my point. If you were to go back and say to all those uh, NASCAR drivers, all right, now that you know it wasn't a noose at all, it wasn't a hate crime, it was just a little length of rope, and nobody's targeting Bubba in a serious way, are you still with him? Are you still buddies with him? Are you still supportive of him? And every single one of those guys would say, of course I am. I respect him. He's a friend. I don't care that you know that one of his parents, I think, was black, and I just don't care. And that, to me, that's America. Those guys were with Bubba before the not-a-noose. They're with him after. They love him as a human being. They respect him. And that's most Americans. Do not buy that insidious lie that that we're a white supremacist country and, and uh, it was created to promote white supremacy and the rest of it. Do not buy that stuff. How are things going with the first, the world's first robot lawyer? We should check in on that. Uh, I don't want to wear you out a race. Maybe we'll do this later. But uh, chess is being accused of being racist, and a uh, chess <laughs> champion has uh, stood up to combat that. I- I'm sorry. My headphones are malfunctioning again. Did you just say <laughs> the game of chess the is board, being... board game or chess or yeah. chess, or as I called it as a child, most of the time, chess. Oh, boy. Um, How old were you when you stopped calling it chess? 27. Oh, no. Uh, that was a litmus test of mine in my, like, 10-year-old to 12-year-olds. Any, any kid know. who said chess was off the list. It was just, I don't know. Armstrong and Getty. We'll try to take a break uh, for a moment, so I'll just tease this, um, because you know we don't want to wear you out on this stuff, even though a lot of it is, well, it's all so damned important, but there's a Gallup poll out where a high percentage of blacks and Hispanics said they like the police to spend more time in their area than they currently do. Wow. All right? Wow. Yeah. All Defund right. Fund the police? More on that to come. By the way, a black doll has been hang- found hanging from power lines in South Lake Tahoe, uh, California? Or on the Nevada side. I don't even know. Um, Black doll hanging from power lines. We'll keep an eye on this one. I have a feeling I know how it's going to come out. Um, If indeed they're able to figure it out. Uh, Let's see. Very quickly. Oh, uh, moving swiftly from topic to topic. I predicted quite boldly yesterday that there would be no Major League Baseball this year. Based on information from sources. Which is a word that means humans. I talked to humans, uh, and uh, Major League Baseball just announced that, yes, they are going to have a 60-game season, then playoffs, and, and rule changes, including the DH in the National League. I'd rather see my sister in a house of ill repute, as the old saying goes, than see my National League team with a DH. Um, also, uh, extra innings, they're going to start with a runner on second base. That's wacky. That is game show-ish. It's wacky. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's terrible. 
It's it, silly. It reminds me of the college football overtime. Where no, we, I love the college mm. football overtime. I think it's the best. Yeah, I'm a but, fan of but that. But just in terms of creating an artificial benchmark, okay, and now go. Yeah, but at least they're still playing football. If I was going to relate it to something, well, no, nah, it's not a good comparison. Ah, we're getting too sportsy anyway. Okay. But I still wonder um, if baseball was going to be played because of the freaking vid, because of the Chinese bat virus. Because pitchers get to have a sponge or something so they don't lick their hands. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to bring their own rosin bag out to the mound. And, and you stuff. have to face at least three batters. You can't just put an app pitcher for a batter and then Why? switch again. To save time? I think it's to speed things up. Okay. I don't hate that rule change just because the game's gotten way too slow. But um, I still wonder whether it's going to happen because every team, college, uh, Major League Baseball, NBA, that starts to do workouts and all, a bunch of guys get the COVID. Right. And so, so the NBA's, I hope they can do it. The NBA's testing people now. And then the theory is, you know, we'll be ahead of it that way. But okay, fine. But when they start playing in a month, how about people who test positive on that day? Right. Then right. what? Yeah, it could crumble in a hurry. I certainly hope it doesn't, but it absolutely could. So uh, I appear to be less right than I thought I was yesterday, but I'm still not wrong. There's still a good chance these leagues are just going to say, forget it. Well, we, we can't play until we cure this thing. And if any of the biggest stars get it. Right. Or if LeBron tests positive, what's the point of having the playoffs? Right. Right. There'd be an asterisk next to the asterisk. Um. It could be, though, that humanity decides, in the same way cases are on the rise right now and hospitalizations in a couple of dozen states are on the rise, the real indicators, not just cases, the the serious stuff, is on the rise. Why? Well, we realized we couldn't choke the economy uh, permanently. It, It would ruin us. And so people have realized, okay, we have to balance the competing interests of of not ruining our country, our, our, our world, really, economically, and not having people die from the vid. That evolution will continue. And at some point, young healthies, including professional athletes, are going to say, look, even if I get it, it's not going to be very bad. Let's play ball. And we will play ball. I just don't know if it's going to be this year. Complete change of topic. There is a national crisis in urban areas for people of of people shooting off fireworks all night long. And this is new. This hasn't been the case previous years. Yeah, it's it's it, it has exploded. No pun intended. In the way you can't say it exploded. I can if I want. You should tell me what I can say. You shouldn't, bully. So there's been. Uh, you can't ex- say the use of fireworks has exploded and then say no pun intended. You just can't do that. Again, bullying. Am I being bullied here, Positive Sean? I'll let you be the arbiter. Do we even have an HR department at this point? If I can find it, I'm going to I think it's an app on your phone. Did you download that? Oh, Lord. What's your password? (laughs) Let the bullying continue. (laughs) Never mind. But uh, New York, they they were... uh, Do we have that tape outside de Blasio's uh, house? They're honking their horns all night because de Blasio and the cops have pulled back from neighborhoods because all the violence and demonstrations, and they are not policing minor crimes anymore. Tonight I'm here at Gracie Mansion. I will be joined by a few hundred individuals who will be coming here with their vehicles honking their horns in front of Gracie Mansion. It's late at night at the Gumbers Mansion. Quiet down out there! Quit, quit honking your horn! We got a note from a longtime friend of the show, Al Anonymous, in Vallejo, California, which is uh, part of the 
Bay Area of California. And uh, he says there have been a dramatic increase in the number of big explosions. Sounds like rifle or pistol shots. Um, and uh, it appears to be mostly firecrackers, but also firearms. People are shooting them off all night long. Interesting. I would hate that. There has been a skyrocketing murder rate in the wake of the cops pulling back as well in a number of cities around the country. I don't have long enough to give you the list, but it's a phenomenon that have, has repeated itself over and over again. After big anti-police you know, riots and burnings and the rest of it, uh, the murder rate skyrockets, well, maybe, and the people in those neighborhoods beg the cops to come back. Maybe it will sparkle and fizz out over time. You don't know. Oh. Armstrong and Getty. Weak. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.